Welcome to Life and Parenting in the Age of Coronavirus, Social Distancing, Working from Home, Canceled Travel, and People Having the Runs on Toilet Paper. Come on, honey. Oh, you know what I mean. (laughs) Today we're talking with author and children's behavioral therapist Amelia Bowler about embracing the change, making the best of this new reality with our kids. The Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. But you can have a legendary marriage filled with passion, fun, and adventure together. That's why each week we share stories and ideas about building a life, a love, and a legacy together. And at the end of every episode, we challenge you to find a time with your spouse to build more intimacy and connection by having conversations that matter. Okay, so are we optimistic? Because Amelia Bowler, our guest today on the show, says each morning we should check in and see if we're optimistic and we need that. And I am very optimistic that if I get up early enough each day, there will be a roll of toilet paper left at the grocery (laughs) store. If I get there within the hour that it opens. Well, on the news today, they said that a family of four to have a stockpile of toilet paper, you need 17 rolls. Oh, That should last you. I think they said two weeks or a month. Two weeks is what the, they're telling you to stock up for. Was this for male or female members of the family? Because females Mixed. use quite a bit more. No, you use quite a bit more. Well, there are extraneous factors with females where they need more toilet paper. This message brought to you by Tushy, our new sponsor. <laughs> Tushy makes amazing bidets that bolt onto your existing toilet. They're really not just one of our sponsors. Just go to tushy.com slash legendary. I'm just kidding. We haven't done anything. We don't. We aren't. We're yeah, but it that. is a real thing, though. But it is a real thing. Check it out. Um, hey, uh, yes, optimistic, excited in yeah. a way. Yeah. Um, and also anxious. Right. Like whether I watch the news or I don't like whatever, like there's just there's a level a baseline level of anxiety for me right now that's making it hard to focus, hard to hard to like get some of the work done. And so it's making it all the more important for me to, you know, practice my my dailies, Mm. you know, exercise, meditation. I try to do yoga and it's yeah. hard, too, because it kind of sets the tone for the family, too. Like, you're an adult, one of the heads of the household. And mm-hmm. so it's yeah. tricky if you're out of whack, then the whole and family... And the kids are out of whack. Out. Yeah. I mean, both kids, like, they're they're out of whack. They're mm-hmm. feeling it. And the, the immediate response is, just stop it. <laughs> Sit down, be quiet, and do your thing. And you got to remember that they're, they're out of whack, too. And it's... it's, it's because that's that's what we're talking about with Amelia. Before we get into the, the conversation with Amelia, two quick announcements. One, um, especially in a time like this of social distancing and quarantining and all that stuff, yeah. join the conversation in our Facebook group. All right, we are sharing some great resources there on how to how to handle and and you know make it a great time with your kids. Yeah, um, uh, we'll be talking about working from home. We're talking about health and fitness in there this month. There's a ton of conversations that are going on and great resources. Come and share the things that you're finding there too. Yeah. Um, but come join the conversation in our Facebook group on, uh, or our community on Facebook. It's legendarymarriage.com slash community. Uh, second announcement, take a moment 
now that life is slowing down a little bit, take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. All those things that you put on the back burner. Yeah. It's time to do yeah. it. Take, 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 <laughs> take a couple minutes and uh, drop a review and a rating on the show. It helps us reach more people. Like those ratings are a big part of how iTunes get promotes shows. And uh, so we want to be able to help more couples, especially during this time. All right. So last night we had this call with Amelia because we wanted to get this out to you guys as soon as possible because it's an awesome conversation about how to really embrace your quarantine time together with your family. So let's get to it. All right. So we are so glad to have Amelia Bowler back on the podcast. She has been one of our favorite, favorite guests. And because she's one of our favorite people, she is one of our go-tos when it comes to parenting. And now that the world is in coronavirus shutdown mode, um, it is very important. I feel like a lot of us are are very anxious about what are we going to do with these kids when they are out of school. And there's just so much going on, so much uncertainty. We have to pick her brain. So Amelia Bowler is with us today from Creative Connected Parenting. She is an author and a behavioral therapist, works with kids and parents to help them become better, stronger teams together. Mm-hmm. And Amelia wrote this, uh, posted this on, I think, Friday. And, and I want to share it before we go into it because this this is what inspired. Like we, I got on the phone and we were like, "Let's make this interview happen." Because mm-hmm. like our our audience, like you guys, you're going to want to hear what we what need she it. has to say. We need it. Um, so Amelia wrote, "We woke up today to find our worlds upside down. In this moment, let's ask ourselves: How can we come through this wiser and kinder mm-hmm. instead of surviving long enough to go back to the status quo?" Today's a chance to ask what needs disrupting, what beautiful new things can take its place. Mm. And it just, it, it hit me when as I saw that. And then we, we had a call already uh, on that day and we were talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, Amelia, come on the podcast. Like, because I know this was that, that conversation happened before, like our schools got the quote unquote extended spring break. The three weeker that, you know, today, the rumor is that extended spring break is going to last till September or something like that. Um, and we just don't know. There's a lot of not knowing in this moment. And so um, I'm just so glad to have you on the show, Amelia, just to kind of let's process this together as, you know, as parents, we're, we're going through this as an experience and our kids are going through it and they're having an experience of it. So, um, so what do we do first, Amelia? I feel like when the world's turned upside down, Sometimes we just get overwhelmed with what's, where, where do we even start? That's a great place to start. Thank you for having me and thank you for trusting me to <laughs> talk about these big questions with you. Um, well, I think everybody starts in a bit of a panic. Um, you know, how do we get our basic needs met? Really, that's the top of our mind as it should be. But after the smoke clears a little bit, I think the first instinct is to ask, how do we stretch our normal to fit this weird new world? What I think we're being called to do right now is take a bit of what you were really hoping for out of parenting and use the urgency and the intensity and 
the intimacy of this weird situation to really drive you to look for those things that you wanted out of being a parent. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, what would that be for you guys? I I think you hit it like right there um, after the smoke clears. Because there is this, this once everybody this has like, their paper towels and toilet paper. Well, and I think every day it's like there's a whole new smoke that rises up. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not this. Now it's going to be this. And now it's this. And now it's this. And now it's this. And so it's. Oh, we lost like, all catch. our retirement money. Oh, we, you know. Yeah. Like there's. The there's, kids aren't in school. Oh, this. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So letting coming. the smoke clear, like hitting pause and not moving into that reactionary, like, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, running around until you run into this into a brick wall. <laughs> and, yeah. and making that mindset shift, like you're talking about, like, okay, let, like we wanted to have um, intimacy. We want to know our kids. We want to know each other. We want to create something together as a family. What is it? What are we, what are we going to well, turn this opportunity I mean, into? Some I of the that. Some of the first things that come to mind for me, you know, you have that quintessential, like, I'm going to teach my kid how to ride a two-wheel bike and I'm going to, um, you know, teach them how to, you know, my mom has always been a a big sewer. Like she's always like sewn clothes and she's a quilter and everything. And they're actually, they're actually visiting here from Ohio right now. And we don't, we're not sure they might be stuck here for a long yeah, time. Yeah, we don't know if or when they can even go back. <laughs> um, they drove here and there's talk about like domestic travel being outlawed. and <laughs> Restricted. <laughs> restricted. And so I'm like, what if we, you know, taught them how to like sew a little purse? Or what if, um, you know, we made their bedroom into like a cute cave or, you know what I mean? Like super yeah. fun little Isn't there this weird tension going on between like a dream and nightmare? Yes. Like, I, I think we have these, we wake up to these nightmares. I remember a couple of days ago, I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm just going to scroll on Twitter. Yeah, that is a cool thought experiment about the fall of the Roman Empire. There are a lot of analogies. Meanwhile... <laughs> I'm suddenly getting this headache and my stomach is going because my body does not know what's going on. Like intellectually Mm -hmm. cool, but I think I'm not alone um, in just experiencing this overall stress, like aches and sleeplessness, right? Like it's scary on a very, very gut level. But I think what I wanted to suggest is if we focus on what could be happening right now, um, it's, it's just, it's kind of a beautiful way to, to take our focus at- and attention away from what we can't have. Mm-hmm. What can we have? Um, something that I should have done a long time ago, I've been sort of kicking myself for is, is doing a bit of mindfulness work with my kids. I sort of thought I could like wing it because it's something I have some training in. It's something I really, really believe in myself. And I've been backgrounding it with them. But man, today I decided for the first time, we're going to start our day with some prayer and a mindfulness minute. Because guess what? Everything's weird. This is a great moment to introduce something we've never done before. In the past, I would have talked myself out of it immediately, just like, oh, they they would never go for it. They would just be so bored. I didn't have the confidence to do it, but everything's weird, nothing's certain. So why the heck not? 
It's almost like we're living in this alternate universe that like somebody just dropped us into all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Like you are not in the real world anymore. You're in version 2.9. Have fun for the next two months. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, whoa, or however long. Yeah. So it's like, it's all the rules or the shoulds or things like our daughters, like, okay, volleyball season is canceled. School mm. is canceled. Um, trips are canceled. Just the, the you know? level of uncertainty yeah. in yeah. everything. Yeah. So you said you did a mindfulness minute. What did that look like? How do we yeah. do that? Yeah. Oh, try okay. that. Um, well, actually, one thing that I wanted to do, just because you're right, it is an alternate reality, but I wanted to build this alternate reality with some intention. So instead of just having there our normal house and our normal day that where we don't do any of our normal things, I tried to make things a little bit different visually. So I set up tents in the living room. This is our classroom, guys. You can each sit in a tent on this pillow. Uh, this is really cheesy, but I had them wear t-shirts. I made these t-shirts that say quarantine and then with our family name on the back. And you all listening, these are so cool. We're going to put a link in the show notes. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. It's so funny. And Amelia shared a picture of her boys wearing these shirts and it is priceless. Uh, so if you want to be a quarantine uh, person. And too. you're making them available, right? Oh yeah, they're, they're in the shop. Oh, awesome. awesome. Yeah, she's got, a, <laughs> she's got a shop where she sells them. All so right, we'll so put the link the, in. And the tent in the living room thing, like hmm. we did that the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our we set up the is... tent. In the, it's just down there in the living room. Exactly. So there's these cues, right? You're you're kind of guiding kids into this, like, hey, there's this new reality, but it's cool. There's tents, like, and maybe there's marshmallows for breakfast. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. But <laughs> <laughs> mindfulness is a practice of primarily being flexible, being accepting, being gentle. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I was asking them to do was just for one minute, sit and notice what your mind is doing and try to pay attention to really what's happening right now. Do you hear something? Do you feel something? Guys, they did not get it. One of them, I asked him what he was thinking and it was, I think, cats dancing on a tractor was the answer. Wow. All right. Okay, I get it. Right, right. (laughs) But the present moment... (laughs) so I realized okay maybe we're not gonna nail this on day one we got time (laughs) who knows how much but nobody (laughs) nobody nails meditation or mindfulness practices on the first attempt no and then we could have a fun art project about cats dancing on a tractor yes oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) I will add that to my list of fun art projects um (laughs) But this concept of uh, living in the present moment is so, so, so key for us right now because we, we're thinking of how things used to be and we're thinking of how things will be. That's a very draining place right now. So mm-hmm. what I was trying to remind the kids of, like, for example, we are allowed to turn on the, the video games at five o'clock. If I didn't set a time, it would be, when can we play video games? Are we leaving here soon so that we can go and play video games? But that time still like they're living in the future i don't think they did anything from 420 on they just stood and paced in the living room <laughs> waiting and for another video for the TV. <laughs> because they were so fixed on the future so 
that's step one for us is you know what amelia that was their pe class pacing around the the tv (laughs) pacing around the living room you just did pe yeah good job fantastic yeah um so I'm I'm really glad that I'm doing this with the kids though because it really really reminds me every time that wave of stress hits me I yeah. go through the stuff that I'm telling them like okay what can I feel right now what can I hear right now what's in front of me right now hmm. so I, I think you so really I think you really hit a good point when you said um, you know you're not sleeping at night I feel like uh, I've told Justin this and I'll tell a lot of people this like when I get into go mode like you know there's that mission that comes about like okay we need to prepare ourselves we need to do this 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 like i get juiced up by that some people go into shutdown mode i go into mm-hmm. go mode and justin's like do you think you have like adrenal fatigue because you're so juiced and i, mm-hmm. I think that i am honestly because mm-hmm. i feel like i've been in that state for about a week now and yeah. It's starting to like, I'm just like, oh, okay. I've got to put one yeah. foot in front of the other. Now I have to smile. Now I <laughs> like, I'm like mm-hmm. telling myself the things that I need to be doing instead of it just coming naturally. So I think that yes. might be catching up to me. I think. Uh, well, I'm going to say something about that for yeah. sure. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of us have realized, hey, the kids really need routines, right? What are they going to need? They're going to need to run outside. They're going to need to like message their friends. We are focused on what they need. But at, when I, I really put the pedal to the metal too. When I, I, I think I realized that my kids were out of school during my call with you. <laughs> and yeah. so I ran around with the, like a chicken with my head cut off for a little while. And then the adrenaline kicked in and I created this huge schedule of meals and systems with prizes. And mm-hmm. at the end of it, I said, I am going to run myself absolutely ragged. What do I need from this day? Where's my workout time? What am I going to have for breakfast? If I have to make them lunch every single day and I don't want to eat what they're eating, who's going to make sure that I have something healthy? So I actually went through a list. These are my guys like care and feeding of mom. This is what I need to keep going. How can you help me make sure this happens in my day? So my husband sets up my medication in the morning and he's- Remind me to eat a salad for lunch. <laughs> he's, he's, we've actually set up times. Like if I don't start my workout by a certain time in the morning, it's not going to get it done in time to start the rest of the routine. And yeah, I did put myself absolutely last on the list today. Like mm. it's really going to take a lot of focus, I think for all of us to- a remember those needs yeah b schedule them and then c keep coming back to them and remembering that self-care is not negotiable yeah i think too i love the idea of self-care and you can tell us a little bit more about what's on that list but when you were saying that as well i was thinking about like you are with your spouse too a lot more than what you're used to. So like we're gonna eat together, we're gonna sleep together. We're and you're not supposed together. to go we're out on date nights because you can't go to a movie and you can't go out to eat and nobody's supposed to come over. Here. And you know, like so it's just us. I'm gonna All be staring day, at the same every face. Day. Um so there's that part too is to spe- schedule some romance some fun and everything with your 
with your spouse, not just pulling your hair out over what do we what's what are we doing and, with the kids? And the the whole like we we work from home for the most part. Both of us do. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. Like that's a huge adjustment. There's just so much change happening all at once right yeah. now for so many of our listeners like adapting to okay how am I going to work from home where am I going to work am I going to sit in bed and destroy my back while I work all day or like mm-hmm. jump on Amazon and get a decent chair or you know am I going to sit at the kitchen table where and when and how am I going to do that and I've got kids at home and trying to navigate you know the interruptions to schedule and everything else with this with my spouse it's a mm-hmm. lot you know, you're right. I think I've been missing that piece. I think I thought, it's just me. I'm going to take care of the kids. My husband's going to be somewhere else. <laughs> Where? Not. Where? But he's, he's not. Just, yeah. He's Where in the hallway. He? He's in the hallway. Now, like, I don't know. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, here's the thing that I thought of today. This is the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Pre-industrial Re- revolution Kids didn't go off to school. Mm-hmm. Both parents did work in the home. Like they raised the, the cattle and they cared for the farm and they, they were a team all day long. And the kids were apprenticing and following around and chasing mm-hmm. chickens. And, you know, you, it was a very different you life. You didn't have to a, put it on a schedule to learn how to sew a dress. Like you had that, to sew a dress. Part <laughs> of it. Like you either sew the dress or you don't wear, you don't have any, anything to wear. Yeah. You either darn the sock or go barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a little bit of a callback, a little bit of an opportunity. I, I love the, what you first said about just mindset of opportunity. Like what, what can be possible here? An opportunity to slow down a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And that happens when our expectations change and that allows our kids' expectations to change. Mm. Like I've never expected my kids to make their own lunch. They're pretty little, but now's a great time to start. <laughs> You're on lunch duty today. <laughs> Here's a recipe. Ooh, I like that, Amelia. I'm Ooh, digging. Lunch duty, huh? Well, yeah, too. And yeah, take some more responsibility. And I like the, uh, I hope that there's a hangover into like, you know, people keep saying like, when's I going to get back to normal? Mm. I feel like I would love for us to be a little slower pace, a little less entitled, a little like, I hope this is, uh, setting a pathway in our brains to something new and better, not just we're missing out on, you know, I've talked to some friends that they had to cancel, actually two people that had to cancel Disney trips. And of course, mm. that's disappointing. Of course, that's disappointing. But it's like, if we focus more on like, what is available here, then mm. like, oh, now we're not going to get to see Mickey. Like, uh. I think it's, it's something we talk about with couples when we work with them is especially guys, when guys call me and they're like, Oh, it's rough. Like I need help. And we start getting into it. The the phrase that comes up more often than not is I just want to get back to the way things used to be. Mm -hmm. And in that situation, like when a couple's going through a crisis, there is no going back. Yeah. You're going to grow from it. You you can look back, but you can't go back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I often, as I'm adjusting, what I'm trying to tell myself is whenever I'm missing something that I don't have right now, I'm reminding myself, this is, this is an opportunity to be really grateful for that thing I was really taking for granted. Man, that really matters to me. 
I really hope I can get back to that. But it also reminds me of all the things that I took for granted that are pretty overrated. (laughs) Like, let's not do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. Like it just reminds me of this when we go to the grocery store and of course, like, okay, so we live in Austin, Texas. It's a pretty, you know, people would say it's kind of a hippie town. Everybody likes to eat their organic, this and that and more organic stuff and more kale and, you know, all that stuff. The only produce at the store is apples and bananas. Yeah. Or... You know, there, there's no Japanese pears grown organically, free range, <laughs> cage free yeah. pears. That like that's not going to happen today. Yeah, it's like a very, very basic uh, existence. And I find that from the people I talk to, it's like they're just grateful for what's available. Like yeah. they're already starting to shift their mindset. It's not like, oh, I don't get to have my, you know, organic cage-free kale. Uh, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm glad they just had a head of iceberg lettuce. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? I And I do think this is the kind of experience that changes us as a generation. Like you, we all heard from our grandparents and great-grandparents about the depression, about the war. You know, we didn't have coffee. We had chicory. We made pie out of Ritz crackers. <laughs> And it's a source of pride for them. So I'm trying to remind myself that this is potentially going to shape resilience and gratitude. (laughs) So good. Yeah. That's so good. I haven't thought about it like that. Like the, 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 the nature of what we're going through is it is going to shape a generation, this generation. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just hadn't thought about just being grateful for that. I feel like, yeah, you'll be... About the resilience that comes in. I think something that I think about quite a bit as a parent, you asked us this question in the beginning, like what were some of those thoughts that you had when you're like, I'm going to be a parent. I don't want my kids to be entitled. Mm. And I feel like it's a battle. (laughs) It's a battle for them not to be entitled. Um, We live in a in a place in the world where everything is right at their fingertips. Mm -hmm. And it is it's unsettling to them. I don't, it's unsettling to them, even though, like you said, your kids, they might not exactly know what all is going on, but they, they feel weird. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. their stomach hurts, maybe they have a headache or maybe like our kids both took like a three hour nap today. That's weird. That's very, that's very odd, but we're both just yesterday and today, just grumpy and short and like temperament yeah. short and 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 just mean like and, tired and, and they definitely can't put two and two together yeah. as to what's going on um what would you suggest just from your background as to like what to do with these kids when they're feeling like anxious or scared or they just don't know what they're feeling they just mm. feel off um i would say leave room for it like plan for it (laughs) plan that there's going to be kickback and and moodiness so that might mean a prioritizing your self-care so that when that whining starts to read that particular frequency (laughs) you have a bit of juice in the tank uh to breathe your way through it Mm. um 
to to leave room in your expectations so you're not like okay guys if we're gonna be here together it all has to be perfect (laughs) it doesn't maybe it does mean taking a three-hour nap maybe that's Mm -hmm. what it means Mm, yeah it sounds like they've got self-care figured out man i gotta get behind that well there (laughs) there may have been a little bit of uh okay you guys are done Go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And it may have been a little, yeah. Justin they're, always they're, likes to give him a little melatonin to, uh, they took some wise counsel. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wise counsel. And, and you know what? I'm thinking of some of the thoughts that I'm having right now is like we have a new puppy as of about a month and a half ago. Mm. And he needs to learn a lot of things. There needs to be a lot of training done with him to learn to do certain things and we just kind of haven't had time to do a lot besides like sit and stay, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we, he's got a few basic things, but this is an opportunity to like really take it to the next level. Like, Hey, we could have time. Like our class from noon to 1230 can be dog training, you know, I mean, oh, heck yeah. tra- train your puppy. That's that's going to be your class assignment. <laughs> yeah, and if I could pick up on that, let's take that attitude to our kids and understand that training is going to mean a lot of patience, a lot of mistakes. They're adapting to this new situation. And the first time you ask them to empty the dishwasher, they may say, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to pretend you didn't say that to me. But it's usually the reaction in our house. Yeah, what? Does speak yeah. my good ear. <laughs> Um, but guess what? Everything's weird. This is one of those times that we help out. And yeah, in times like these, we lean on each other a little bit more and maybe you need a little bit of help. So I'll show you, you know, where the can opener goes, but understanding that we can't expect, I mean, we don't want things to change overnight. (laughs) Everything is already changing overnight and our Mm -hmm. kids are not going to change overnight but that we can leave room for them to gradually, gradually get closer if we keep that idea in mind. This is where we're going. And Mm -hmm. to keep a certain amount of positivity because the minute you start to despair, it's a bit contagious. Yeah, It's really, really hard to keep it together um, and keep everybody else moving in the same direction. If you're not somewhere in your heart, like really sure, you know what, we're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You make a great point there. Just like, what is the vision? How do we get everybody on the same page? You know, set the mm-hmm. expectations or the groundwork or whatever. Like, what do we do there? How do we, how do we invite the kids into a conversation in, to be a part of that rather than mm-hmm. going, this is the schedule and you shall do this. Otherwise you'll sleep on the ground. <laughs> they might like that. They might like that. It's a new weird world. They can sleep on the ground if they Well, it, it really Depends on your child. Um, some kids can handle a lot of responsibility. Some kids are just built for unschooling. They will walk around and they will find the appropriate level of challenge and they will figure it out for themselves. Thank you very much. Other kids need a lot of support and encouragement. It's okay. Try it. You know, they're really nervous. They're going to shy away from new things. So, um, but these are kids who are in school all day and they have teachers saying, do this, do this, line up, sit there. And they're used to being told what to do all day. I wanted to offer them a little bit of that as almost like a comforting 
Mm, what's yeah. the word like a framework to their day because they're yeah. not used to figuring out what to do all day but what I also built into the routine was at 2 30 we're going to sit down for a snack and I'm going to ask you how did it go what do you think here's a piece of paper can you write down five things that you noticed about today doesn't have to be happy you could hate something and you can let me know about it and then I will try to fix this framework so that it's working for us yeah. So to provide a bit of structure at the beginning and open it up for, well, what did you think? Okay, let's make some adjustments. I think we'll probably be more successful than going, well, what do you want to do today? I don't know what you want to do today. I can't think of anything to do. Don't tell me what to do. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I like the direct that. Quote. <laughs> yes. I'm sure it is. I was going to say, yeah, I love what you're saying about give them some structure, but also some uniqueness and some unexpected and some ways for them to have input there. Uh, so it's kind of like a mixture. I really like that a lot. Um, and I just, I just love the overall message that we're getting here is like, let's look at the possibility mm-hmm. instead of the restrictiveness and the the sadness. Let's look at the optimism. Let's look at the like, oh my gosh, we've never had a chance to do this before. And what could happen if we do this? And what's going to be the impact for weeks and months and years to come of these, you know, weeks or months or who knows how long it is. (laughs) So I just, I just really love that bit of inspiration instead of desperation. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, we might not have all the answers now, but I think I trust that we're going to discover. We're going to discover some really cool things. Yeah. It it occurs to me that um, I have to keep reminding myself, like one way or another, the world is going to keep spinning. Like the sun Mm -hmm. is going to keep rising. It's going to set at night. You know, things are going to, there is going to be a new normal like things will settle down eventually this this too shall pass mm-hmm. and so we have to keep figuring out how to move forward and keep doing things like our kids both have projects our kindergartner and our second grader have these school projects they were supposed to be done at the end of spring break they're supposed to be <laughs> done at the end of spring break and you know well but now we aren't going to go back to school so it doesn't matter well mm-hmm. no it it does matter because, mm-hmm. because like, and so, and the schools are telling us one way or another, we're going to, we're going to continue educating kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, actually, I'd love to speak to that because yeah. my first degree was in, as an educator. And so that's just how I'm trained is to look for the learning opportunity and everything there. What I've heard from some families is, well, just give me a stack of worksheets. Like what their idea of education is very much paper and pencil based And your kids might not be super keen on homework right now, and I get that. But what I'm hearing is, well, how are we going to continue our education if they don't want to do the homework? My advice is, well, first of all, think of all the classes that we maybe were offered in previous generations that are not offered now, like home ec, shop, woodworking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the ultimate enrichment course in these practical life skills. But as you do them, you're going to start to see like the opportunity to talk about a Greek myth when you're in the middle of singing a song in the car or 
the opportunity. I, I discovered that my son can do fractions on paper, but he has no idea how to make three quarters of a cup of brown sugar with a one quarter cup measure. Mm. That was a beautiful mathematical moment. Mm. So I think you might want to ask your kids, what do you guys want to learn about? Cool. We're going to plan some activities. You might also want to make a distinction between recreational screen time and learning screen time. Mm-hmm. So guys, during this time, you're allowed to use the computer, but I want you to do like reading, math, whatever these fun things are. There's a gazillion of them. Yeah. Later on, of course, you can play a Mario Kart if that's part of your schedule. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're going to expect them to choose long division over Mario Kart, the majority, like if it's available, yeah, like I think sometimes we have to just put different things in front of them. The yeah. term in unschooling, which I really love, is called strewing. You just leave things around. Like one day there's a harmonica on the table. <laughs> Maybe oh. you learn to play harmonica that day. Maybe you don't. <laughs> Maybe you <laughs> open up some options. Wow. Maybe the next day the harmonica disappears because your ears yeah. are bleeding. And- <laughs> exactly. And we all learn about sea slugs instead. <laughs> They're very okay, quiet. So, so <laughs> here, here's the truth. There are a lot of folks who are, they love their kids and everything. And they would say like, I'm not wired to be a homeschool mm-hmm. mom or a homeschool dad. Mm-hmm. So the learning today is going to be, I'm going to put you in your room with, mm-hmm. you know, a book and a flashlight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And you need to, it's like an escape room. You've got to solve puzzles to be able to come out and play video games or something. Like, I know a kid who literally built an escape room in his living room for his family. He wrote all over the walls today. Oh, wow. He turned his house into an escape room. Was this one of That's, your kids? Uh, no, no. I do not take personal or genetic responsibility for this child. Wow, that's very innovative. I like that idea. And tomorrow's job will be learning the proper way to paint a wall. Yeah, right. Right. But okay, yes. I'm sorry I pulled you off your point. No, I think what I think what you're saying is that we're all gonna have learning opportunities whether we're structuring them or not. Well, and you said something a minute ago, uh, oh, oh, about your son knowing fractions on paper but not being able to take a one quarter cup. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and make, make three quarters of the cup and i was like man you have to be present mm. to catch a moment like that which goes mm. back to what you started out talking about which is self-care like creating some space for yourself to 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 get centered to deal with your stuff to slow down a little bit to do the meditation to to show up mm. and be there in that moment and go oh here's an opportunity because mm-hmm. it's easy just to go Oh, just give me the cups. I'll make the muffins mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, if you <laughs> just do that. It'll be a lot quicker. It's a lot easier and so, a lot less messy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you're right. It's a war zone in my kitchen right now. But, but yes. They're we still working on the for... dishwasher lesson. <laughs> well, it's this wonderful push-pull. Um, my kid has never asked to make cookies before, but apparently that was the thing to do. I do just to watch him joyfully splash ingredients all over the kitchen was sure. not my favorite thing. But I was very happy to let him lead. Um, but on the other hand, I mean, yes, I was present and I was having a great time. But if I had asked him, would you just please go up in your room with these like blocks because mommy has a headache and needs to lie down for an hour and a half? He would have learned something. <laughs> he would have sure. created 
you know, some other learning opportunity for himself. So I'm sure there's going to be both of those things. I don't think we can hold their hand and figure out their curriculum every minute of the day. Let's try to do that sometimes and and just treat everything that we do as like, hey, you know what, this is part of life. Let's figure this out. But when we do have to step back and give them space, then the learning doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. All right. I feel like we need to uh, give ourselves that um, moment of yeah. uh, meditation as we uh, leave this conversation with Amelia. This has been really <laughs> good. To like, to like bless really, ourselves. Really we, can, we can do it. We're good enough. We're smart enough. <laughs> Yeah, I would say, Amelia, what, what would you want to say to the, to the moms and dads listening? Some encouragement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's time. Those two words. Today probably won't go the way you were expecting it to go two weeks ago. Tomorrow may be completely different. But there's time to figure this out. I think where we're going to get especially exhausted and defeated is if we walk around with a set of expectations of trying to make it like it used to be or make it like it should be. Let's figure out how it is and how we can all get our needs met in this little world that we're creating. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when, and the things that can't be are taken off the table, you'll see the spaces and you'll give yourself a chance to dream about, you know, what else could be there. Cause normal is overrated. <laughs> and it's out Amen. the window at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So thank you so much, Amelia Bowler yes. for being on the show today. I feel like um, I've gotten like a breath of fresh air in my lungs <laughs> and a, like a relief, like a, ah, I can exhale and just the possibility. I just love it so much. Um, and Amelia, like we said in the beginning, so you just came out with a new book. Um, what is your book and like, how can our listeners find you if um, they're not familiar with your work? Ooh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, the book is coming out in August. Um, It's already listed on Amazon and the topic is Oppositional Defiant Disorder. I hope everybody reads it when who have kids who sometimes say no because I really do go deep into different kinds of motivation and how we set expectations and all the relationships. It's written specifically for those kids who say no a majority of the time because that's very hard to figure out but I think we all have a taste of it. Um, And if you know, when I want to see, find my book, I just Google my name, Amelia Bowler, on Amazon, and it comes up. Uh, but it's called uh, A Parent's Guide to Oppositional Defined Disorder, Your Questions Answered. If you want to find me around, I am on Facebook. Um, I run my business, Creative Consulting, or Creative Connected Parenting. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at Amelia Behavior. And I hope you do, because I really enjoy painting and talking to other parents. Um, I get a lot of joy out of just watching how you guys are going and sharing my little stories. Yes. (laughs) And we'll put those links in the show notes as well. All right. Thank you so much, Amelia. Bless you both. Thank you for having me. And I, I really, really hope you have some great sleep and some great dreams tonight. 
All right. And now the talk about it segment of the show. Each week we challenge you to set a time with your spouse to have a conversation that matters. Ooh, here's a good one. Here's your conversation starter question. What's one new thing you want to learn today? Hmm. Darn a sock? Yeah, maybe. Knit a blanket? Hmm. Change I the crochet, oil? I want to crochet giant hangers, like oh. crochet a giant uh, seat that we can, you can bolt it into the ceiling and just hang it there. Are you talking about a sex swing? No. A crochet but, oh, sex swing? That would be crazy cool. All oh. right, I'm off to Michael's, <laughs> the craft store. Um, hey, that's it. That's our conversation starter this week. Um, three, three quick things I want to share here. If you would like some support during this season, there are three ways we're going to suggest. Number one is join our Facebook group. We are going to be working really hard, extra hard to bring resources and conversations there to encourage and uh, support you in this time. And number two, connect with Amelia Bowler, our guest. Um, and there's links in the show notes. If you're facing some of those, those uh, getting more no's from your kids than ah. yeses, reach out to Amelia because she is uh, brilliant. And number three, if you're just feeling like you're stuck in the roommate zone and you're stuck in the house with your roommate, Uh, schedule a free call with one of us and we'll throw a link in the show notes for that as well. All right. That is it for today's show. We've started that conversation here and so we'll keep it going in the community on Facebook. So join us there. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.